this was rad. It's totally rad. Way rad. Fully rad. I should say that was gnarly. <laughs> And we are back with This Was a Rad Podcast, the podcast where we watch movies from the 80s, make a teenager watch them with us. You know the drill. We've been doing this for, uh, what was it? I think we're going on 90, 90 episodes of this show. Uh, so what's our 100th A million? Episode? I don't know. A lot. It could be a million. I hope to hit a million. No, I don't want to hit a million. A million? A I don't think there's that many movies. I don't think there's a million movies to watch. Um... In the well, no, I guess in the eighties. I mean, no, not in the eighties. Yeah, that's true. That's true. No, I think I think we're on episode eighty-three. Actually, eighty-three. Okay. What's our hundredth episode gonna be? Uh we were talking about that. We have to figure it I out. No, yeah, we'll think of something. I'm thinking on a cocoon. No. Cocoon. <laughs> yeah, why not make it a uh, all right? You know, hey, hey, don't you? As we're the about to discuss, we could possibly think of a bunch of old white people. Who decide to become young again and visit the stars. The, hey, listen, the raddest film of all time. L- listen, we're about to do a Steve Gutenberg film. I think Mr. Gutenberg is definitely worthy of a 100th episode. Well, Wait, I thought you know, we were doing the other movie. We are doing Short Circuit, Willow. Oh, by the way, I'm Paul. Wait, I thought Kahoon and I'm was Greg. in the other movie. You were Willow. I am Willow. What? I thought <laughs> Kahoon was in the other movie. No, Steve Gutenberg's in this movie. I don't remember cocoon was like played in the movie oh you're getting ahead you're jumping ahead will well you're jumping way ahead it's probably why that movie's in my head yeah i, I would agree hey i'm really loving these morning starts really oh, just man, kicking great. it off why aren't we, we just kick it Sunday in so night, paul Greg? paul yeah. short circuit what do you remember about short circuit oh oh this is a this is a what don't i remember movie uh you know, we talk about the top ten of the '80s and all that. Definitely up there for me. Um, Johnny Five, well, number five is what he's called most of the movie. But uh, yeah, yeah, we know, yeah. Uh, not till the very end he gets his, his nickname. Yep, we know he's Johnny Five. It, it, I mean, everything: Stephanie, the food truck, the boyfriend uh, with the dismantled car, no disassemble, all of it. It's just, it's all the whole movie. Um, some scenes that. I will say that I remember more uh, from when I was a kid. For sure, is the disassemble scene when he's jumping and he and he crushes the poor little grasshopper. Even as a kid, I just remember that being just really, really like emotional. Like because yeah, and it's portrayed very well. I I will say, whoever's doing the acting for Johnny Five, I think is doing a good job of of towing that line between too much human emotion and that robotic sense of of self that that's emerging. I think I yeah. think it's very well done. Um <clears throat> well, that's a big one for me and um what's that? Don't give out your answer. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Um and and sure. as a kid, well no, I'm talking as a kid, the last scene uh, when when Johnny 5, you know, uh, spoiler what you think is Johnny 5. Um, is destroyed. I remember the first time as a kid, just I couldn't handle that. Like I oh, could yeah. not. Oh yeah, that was an emotional roller coaster. I was not prepared for. Because uh, <laughs> when he pops up afterward, you just with it flushed with it. Oh my god, he's alive! <laughs> and I remember as a kid, like every time I watched this movie, it was that was always so cool for me. Um, but just in general, uh, it's it's such a such a movie that um, I was enamored with as a kid that to go back and watch it now is uh, just, man, it's a trip. Uh, what about you, Greg? Uh, you know, this is a movie I think I'd only seen maybe once or twice. Um, so I only remember kind of the big ones, you know, uh, Number 5 is Alive, you know, Johnny 5, I remember. Uh, I always remember the input scene where he's like running around like like reading all the encyclopedias and stuff. I always remembered that. And I always remembered um, him watching television. That those are those are the scenes that always kind of stuck out in my head. Oh, okay, sure. Um, yeah. Now, what about you, Willow? What now? Obviously, and you've made this known many, many times. You don't like robots. You don't like futuristic movies whatsoever. 
Uh, but what, I also don't like engineering electronics or electrical. So basically, if you see a wire in a movie, you're just done with that movie. Unless it's hooked up to a television. There is a television in this movie. No, I mean, like, it's just in the television. So you want a movie about a television. Oh, my goodness. Yes, <laughs> where we watch Grey's. Yeah, it's like a bunch of people just sitting down watching Grey's, and it's like reaction time. Okay. Uh, what what did you expect? It sound like a movie at all. No, it sounds like you're watching someone watch TV. Yeah. Me. See, this is the internet generation, Greg. I mean, I, I, why, why would we watch someone watch TV, Willem? Hold on. Because um, it's like reaction you know time. You never like, uh, Greg, saw those? Like the elderly react, teens react. Uh, I, was react. Gonna, I, I was about to say, Greg, um, we, I, well, I'll speak for me. I won't speak okay. entirely for yourself. I don't think we can judge because I watch Twitch. And well, why, why would I watch someone play a game? I no, could play myself. No, 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 no. Or why would someone listen that to is... a podcast about people reacting to something that no, they're no, 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 <laughs> no, we're not reacting. Oh, we're providing oh. commentary. That is completely different. It, that would be if we literally put a microphone in front of me and you watched me watch a movie and that was it. <laughs> okay. That's boring. That is the most boring thing in the world. I would say, again, with with Twitch, uh, yeah, 99% of that is boring as all hell. Yes. And then you get a few people who provide commentary to make it funny. Yes. Yeah, I but agree. just watching somebody watch something is boring. That's boring as hell. I Yes, I agree. I, I watch Twitch. Uh, I tend to watch, like, tournaments and stuff like that. I don't have, like, a channel that I watch regularly. So uh, you're right on that. There are people that make commentary. So what if somebody was watching Grey's Anatomy? And you are watching them watch Grey's Anatomy while commenting on it. And falling apart, because it's... What if... What if you were... What if somebody was watching somebody watch Grey's Anatomy, and they were commenting on the person who was watching Grey's Anatomy? I I mean, you you can keep doing layers to this, and it's just layers of boring. (laughs) Still boring. (laughs) Okay. It's kind of like if I go, Paul, what if I made you drink rat poison... And more poison. That doesn't, I find it doesn't that quite make it better. It's still poison. Whoa! Wait a second. Entertainment. Hello. Thank you for calling. <laughs> oh, I I didn't realize I was I was calling in. I'm sorry. <laughs> Seattle, you're on the air. <laughs> East of the Rockies. Seattle. Uh, go ahead. Okay. We're going to Seattle. Woo-hoo. Let's let's just Field get in. Trip. Let's get into short circuit. When you're dead, you're dead. That's just the way it is. Dead is forever. Squash. Dead. Disassemble. Dead. Disassemble. Well, I mean, we open up with a sick technology montage. I love a good manufacturing assembly montage. It really gets the blood going. Especially all the old, the old tech with like all those, like the, like the, all the wires, like the ribbon wires they have. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. You know, and the, uh, yeah, they had all the resistors there on the, on that, yeah. on the strings, and it was, oh, it made me want to cry. Like not <laughs> a Grey's Anatomy, like you're so attached to the characters, and now they're all crashing from a plane, getting shot, and holding a bomb, kind of cry. Whoa, like, whoa, 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 whoa! Grey's Anatomy has plane crashes and like terrorists, bombs and stuff. What is th- you didn't know about that? Come on, well, bro. Greg. Once you reach season eleven, what what else I, is there? Yeah, what is- get me on season eleven? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize it started as a medical drama and then turned into twenty four alias <laughs> uh, meetup somewhere season in the eleventh season. Season one, that bomb got everyone, which is why it's probably still on. They blew up the whole cast, literally? Like No, like, they blew up the security guy, or the bomb squad, but she got knocked down and, like, had to be in like, it. Well, what you don't know, Greg, is Catherine yes. Heigl was 100% not going to let anyone in that cast live when she left. I, I guess. I, it sounds like they were terminating with extreme prejudice. Jesus. Yeah. So I, really, I, only... We have a technology <gasps> montage to open short circuit. Yeah. Gray and so. Alex are there. Okay, yeah, let's so. get to this movie. <laughs> I'd rather you know, talk you know, you know, I know. Willow, you, you'd like to talk about some people. I'd just like to talk about Ben and Newton, two Who? guys over at Nova Robotics. Oh, wow, you're you going to skip way ahead, huh? Oh, to yeah, the end? I guess. Oh, I, I yeah, mean, they got the robot. We're all done. That's, all that's really happening is is you've got the montage, and then you have the opening with the the demonstration where the robots are using their lasers to just blow everything up. Yeah. Okay, but you know what? I, did you like the fact that they were specifically Russian 
and and everything has like the red star for the USSR. I I don't know. I was kind of like nostalgic back to oh yeah, Boris Yeltsin, yeah. Oh yeah, no, no. it's and it's 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 you know how how timely <laughs> that uh, exactly. we watch this movie where everyone right. is very worried about the Russians. Exactly, uh, exactly. Like, oh. I, I'm I'm thinking they they should bring the Saint program back. Yeah, uh, you know what? It's probably already back, Paul. We just don't know about it. It is. Do you think they have sweet 1980s lasers? Uh, I I hope I I, I mean I, I would have hoped they they'll have updated the lasers to 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 future lasers. But I mean <laughs> if if. <laughs> if the tech worked that good in the 80s, maybe you don't mess with what works. Well, you know, I mean, like, those lasers take out pretty much everything, including a y- tank. Y- y- with one shot, with by one the way. Shot. With one shot, it blows everything <laughs> sky right, high. Right, right. You know, even though modern lasers today would barely warm up a burrito, right. in the 80s, lasers could do anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how you know how disappointed I was when I finally got a Sony Discman, and like I like oh there's a laser in this thing oh super rad oh no it just it just reads a light off a CD that's Boo. it yeah yeah like I figured like oh I'll just rip this baby out put some wires in there and I've got like a death ray I could just like zap all my enemy no that's not wait, that do not you think they would work. wait a second you think they would have sold death rays in in discmans I figured it was one of those things where it was like okay look now. We're just asking you nicely not to rip out the death laser that's in the Discman. But as you know, all lasers are equally across the board horrifically violent. So you, you please just please only use it for Even good one or entertainment, never for evil. I, are the push pops? You know where you press the button and a little laser lights it up. Is I remember that. Those? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they just stick I like, it in you, know, children's you know what I mouths. always liked Willow was the lollipop on the spinner. So oh, you, you could just yeah. put your tongue out and push the button, and it just moves for you. Yeah, that was hilarious when it get caught in a girl's hair. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> oh, well, someone's getting a bob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yes. Uh, so, anyway, I know you want to get to those two because I. I no, we'll why do I have a feeling I'm... you're going to have some commentary on Ben specifically? But you know, um, not not as much as you might think. So. What I just, the last thing I'm going to say, uh, just about the beginning, um, we meet a couple characters in here, specifically, uh, the, the lead, the lead, um, uh, head guy of Nova Robotics. That's, that's the company that they're working for. It, yes. It, it's, I think they're kind of like Raytheon is a major company that people know now. Um, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. they develop mm-hmm. products for military use, but they're a private organization. But they have their own paramilitary group, just in case. You know, I think that using robots in war is cheating. Because the other guys are like sending out a bunch of men because they can't afford the robots, which is why they're fighting for their land. And then we're out here sending out robots, which will just go pew pew and not take any damage. So wait a second, you think you think warfare should be f- should be fair? No, but All's I feel like it should be like a fair like thing. Because be... robots will just go. Psh- Okay, hold on. And then everyone wait, else over hold, there was go, ah! Gregory? Where'd Gregory go? He's having a pizza delivered. Lucky? What is this? You know, at 9.30 in the morning. Oh. Is it your screen cover? So okay, I'm back. Sorry about that. Save lives, so be clearly. But, but to be, but to be, uh, to be fair, Willow, I mean, that's what, that's what, that's the saying. All's fair in love and war. You can do anything you want. Yeah, we're gonna get into robots and love in a minute. But uh, in general, uh, just to kind of give some, because it is going to be important what what the company is. And then we we see Doctor Crosby and Ben played by uh, Steve Gutenberg and um, uh, Fisher Stevens. Yeah, we see, yeah Newton Newton and uh, and Ben. Yes, and uh, and um, <clears throat> so yes, and as as I uh, uh, said last time, yeah, Fisher Stevens is not an Indian person. Now, I, I'm not entirely surprised by that. What, what is he? Is he Italian or something? I, I honestly have no idea. I just know he is not, not Indian. And okay. um, it's, uh, I guess I could look it up. Wait, I, really I just remember there's a girl that goes to our town and she used to say that she's Indian and she's really just South American. <laughs> the, the, those, those places aren't even close to each other. But she used to say that she's Indian. I don't know why she said that she's Indian, but apparently, I don't know if it's Does true. Does she or maybe not. mean Native American? No, like she's like I'm Indian, and then someone's like, no, she's actually just South American. Hmm. Well, <laughs> uh, to be fair, 
It was Ben really never funny. actually says where he's from. I mean, clearly he's supposed to be Indian, but technicalities. Whatever. Yeah, and it's and it's it's interesting because there there's that that joke later when he goes when um Steve Gutenberg goes, "Hey uh, Ben, where where are you from?" And he goes, "Bakersfield." And he goes, oh, no, no, I mean, I mean, like your ancestors. And he goes, oh, Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And like, and like, so it, it, like, now all of a sudden it's like, okay, you're just a weirdo now, guy. Right, like, right. Like, maybe, maybe not, he's not, maybe he's not Indian at all. He just put yeah, the like, accent on because he thought he looked like one. No, I know. think he's, um, you know how there, there, there are those people where they get hit in the head? <laughs> and they start talking and with they an, have an accent, accent and they can't help yes. it. I think I think that's what happened. I think he just got, and he's like, "Well, uh, let's just go with it." <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, and I and I like how it also includes uh, in English, uh, which actually no, this lends credence to your head to your head theory because he keeps getting all these um, these sayings wrong. Yeah, and he yeah, just yeah. can't put words together. Oh, yep, it makes total sense. Yep. Um, case closed. Case closed. Case closed. But they love, love robotics. Like, they just cannot oh, they get them off of robotics. That's how I feel about robotics. Yeah, we're getting that. To get to get back to the plot, you know, the military is super into these robots. They're like, yeah, look at I, these robots. I love the and guy that he's like, oh, yeah, we're just going to take a dozen of them, march them right down uh, to the Kremlin in Moscow. Right we're going to gonna Kremlin, take them yeah. out. Like, ah, look. I'm fairly sure at some point they'd they'd see them coming. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're not invisible. I mean, <laughs> I think the Russian people would be just as confused as American people if there's like, huh, weird robots, <laughs> five of them carrying <laughs> bombs, just driving down the street. <gasps> what if weird. they made the robots disguise those cars? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You think we should put these robots in disguise? <laughs> Isn't that the clear yes, option? We should make robots in disguise as cars. I think you might be onto something, Willow. <laughs> Why does that sound so familiar? <laughs> oh, because when you're little, you put get put in those cars which don't actually have wheels or engines, and you have to walk with your feet. And it could be like that. They're, like the the cars yeah. just above them, and then they just drop them as they're walking. <laughs> No, no, the robots who are disguised as cars are yep. disguised as little tykes cars that drop poop bombs as they walk this is, along. This is, this is becoming very convoluted. Uh, I love it, though. I love it. Like, uh, yeah, Willis crying. I'm getting misty-eyed. Well, I've been yawning this whole time. I'll move, I'll move the plot along. So uh, Johnny um, 5 gets hit by lightning. Uh, John Bug gets hit by lightning. Um, we are also introduced to um, I can't remember his name in the movie Schroeder, but uh, actor G. W. Bailey, who you probably Randy are familiar Bailey. with him as uh, Captain Harris from the Police Academy series, also starring Steve Gutenberg. Uh, yeah, his name is Schroeder in this movie. Schro- yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, and um, also Captain he's Schroeder. in another '80s movie that we should do, Mannequin, playing a yes. security guard. Yes, again. he is. Yes. So, he pops up. He pops up, and he always plays the same guy. He's like always, a real yeah, he's angry in, bad guy. Yeah, I he's think a he plays great one of, foil. He plays a security guard no. in that one, right? Uh, yes, yes, yes. He plays a security guard, and though I always remember that because he has a a little um pit bull. Yes. No, 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 no. A um, is it a pit bull? No, it's a bulldog, and he calls the 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 dog Rambo. Like, yeah, I always remember that. It's yep. funny. But uh, yes, that's right. He plays. Uh, but a yes, he's guard. also in Police Academy. Of, uh, he's in a few of them. Um, he's in. I think I. I think he's in every one of them, actually. He might be. Uh, he's not in the second one, but he's in the rest of them. Anyway, it okay, doesn't matter. Okay, okay, he, he, okay. He actually comes up in a lot of different 80s movies. Again, he always plays the same character, which, yeah. you know what? If you're going to get typecast, it's not a bad one because in the 80s, oh, these kind yeah. of characters were written into every movie. Every yeah no he was he was a a staple character yes of of that um, is absolutely and, and, right and you know what everywhere. he's good he's good at what he does oh no he, he's he very is. believable he's uh so I like him uh but yes he is in that anyway Johnny Five gets fried and um as they're all so there's six robots yes is it five or six I think there's five five okay so there's five robots they're all being called in. Um, he gets struck by lightning um, outside. I don't know why you would charge them outside when everyone moved indoors because of a lightning storm. But 
uh, literally, I would never keep anything like that outside. If, yeah. if weather was an issue, it isn't even covered. Like, no. like it's not no. even like it's outside. This it's outside and not covered. The little pig's car. <laughs> yes, because it has a because it has a roof. Um, but anyway, he goes in and he goes. Uh, he's he's kind of being befuddled, and you kind of get this sense that something is off because he's been struck by lightning. The other four robots go into basically what it's a it's a it's basically a show party. They're showing off these these robots to the military because just like companies like you know Raytheon and other ones, they develop tech. They sell it to the government. They can sell it for huge amounts of money if they like it. So they're showing these off. Um, John Five, number five, somehow gets pushed onto a trash truck, um, which by by another robot. Oh yeah, there's robots everywhere. And 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 I have to say, uh, in the 1980s, it would have been significantly cheaper to just pay a guy to do all these jobs rather than yeah. developing the robots and have them do all the jobs. That's that's like an Amazon.com like like investment. You know, this doesn't pay Amazon? off in a year. This pays off in like a hundred years. Well, like, you know I what? think they paid off pretty well. You know what? But, but it, it's one of those in for a pound, in for a penny, in for a pound. You uh, know? Oh, they're oh, are they ever? You yeah. know, if it, listen, if we're Nova Robotics, I assume the coffee maker runs itself. Like it has little arms and legs, and it walks up and pours itself. And you know, you just have robots everywhere. That's yeah, oh no, it's literally like like. Uh, do you want coffee? Don't get up. We'll have a robot bring it to you. <laughs> like like everything. Uh, Literally, that's exactly how John Five gets out of the room because he follows a coffee maker, right? Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. it's true. And he gets pushed onto the truck. They realize number five is missing. They don't lock the building down in time. I love the security guard because he number one. There's nine people standing around him. He's the one guy who can answer the phone. So I assume yeah. because it's a robotics company, it's uh, it's it's got a fingerprint reader. <laughs> right. Yeah. So he's the only one that can open it. Shouldn't the phone have 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 you know jumped up and run over by itself because <laughs> that's it's also a robot? <laughs> that's true. It should be. Not Why not is the phone not a robot? <laughs> not that. Or robot. at least one of those cool cheeseburger phones. Like, it doesn't I, even. Have... Those are fun. A banana oh. phone. Ring ring banana ring phone. ring ring banana phone. Hello. <laughs> yep, that's so that. Willow is very interested in having us do live on air calls now. <laughs> Yes, yes. She really wants us to turn into a morning zoo kind of kind of show. And now here's Tom with the weather. I don't know what's happening. Can we go to commercial? <laughs> no. Willow, if we had sponsors, we we, we could. We, we could we could we could actually go to commercials. commercial. No. Maybe you know what? Maybe we should double down on uh on Virgil's root beer again. Really Ooh. try to get them as really a sponsor. Really push them bombard them with tweets. Real, they they don't have Twitter. Uh, we could tweet at them all day long. They don't exist on Twitter. So oh, okay, but we'll you're relevant. Anyway, um, anyway, the, the security guard sees the truck, gets the order to lock down, and he just gives the truck a wistful. Eh, it was just trash. <laughs> eh. What what could possibly hide in a giant truck? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like five isn't that dangerous. He's kind of just playing with a butterfly. He does. Well, they're they're worried about the laser that's on him. They're right. not. I, I mean, I mean, they are interested in getting their eleven million dollar robot back, but mm. they're more worried that that laser is out there because that that could do some serious damage. Which I, I mean, Willow, whatever it hits, just like blows up, except for when it's convenient to the plot that it doesn't blow up. Um, they also mention it has a nuclear core. Oh yeah, you know that's probably an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, no, no, that's. Nah. What, what do you think the, the sun's most radioactive? Okay, what so are you gonna do? Besides a laser and a nuclear core, what do you think the most dangerous thing is about John Five to get him back for? It's way it could crush some bugs or little animals. <laughs> so you think Nova's a, a big uh, a big PETA fan? Yeah. Okay. They're environmentalists, which is why they're working with robots. Go green. So okay. don't so do work. Willow, you're you're not worried about um. You're not worried about radiation, so I'm guessing that means you took like the ghoulish perk. Technically, uh, where we rads know about uh, heal you rather than hurt us, you. So like we're all good. You know, we just go ah, oh. <laughs> then we can all sleep. Okay, I don't see the problem. A- anyway, John Five, uh, he 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 gets off the truck, and they they're using a program to reach out to him with a satellite, um, which brings up a really neat looking 3D. Um, laser table, which 
yeah. which is awesome for the immediate vicinity. But um, it, it, it's super rad, super 80s. Oh, super rad, yeah. Um, but he, they start trying to communicate it with it, and you kind of see funky letters coming up, obviously showing that it's malfunctioning, and it says that it because we input. we all know number one, the first thing you look at if you think something's malfunctioning is font choice. I do. and if that font choice is off, you know it is not working. Uh, Arial eleven double spaced. Clearly, that's yeah. the only way to write in ASCII code. Correct. Um, correct. As soon as I see uh, Times New Roman font size 31 yeah i i burn my computer yeah well i mean you have to you know you're you know you're never going to get that kerning just the way you want it. Using you got to get rid of that wing thing dings, so you know what he's saying oh wing dings, wing dings oh, if he started yeah. using wing dings that would have been hilarious <laughs> comic sans also <laughs> comic big big no, problem wing comic dings sans. three wing dings three is messed up <laughs> I didn't yeah they really jumped the shark one. with the third one didn't they <laughs> It's like sequels. For, it's like Friday the 13th sequels. Once they got to four, once they got to Wingdings yeah. four, they threw the whole series out the window. Yeah, Wingdings three, Mission Miami Beach was, <laughs> was, was not very exciting. No, not as good. <laughs> Trying as too hard, too hard. Yeah. Wingdings take Manhattan. No, it didn't. Uh, you know I was I was okay with that one, but yeah, yeah. Okay. I was a much bigger fan of Wind, Wingdings two, Electric Boogaloo. Ooh, um, that's that's my favorite one. Yeah. So. What? Oh, by the way, that's the name of our season. This was Rad Season 2, Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo, yeah, as it should be. Yep. As every season up. should simply be called, regardless of number. So anyway, uh, um, we can skip a lot of this stuff, because it's just them communicating back and forth. He sees some yeah, stuff that doesn't really matter. What matters is he's going along, and he... he Bunny trail? Um, the, they send out Schroeder and his military goons to where they think he is. He gets nope. pushed off a bridge... And lands on top of Stephanie's food truck. Um, which, by the way, very progressive for 1986. Uh, food trucks really didn't hit until what? Uh, the early 2000s? Really? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, you would, you'd see, you would rarely see them. What you know what I mean? But especially, trucks? especially outside of a, um, uh, construction uh, sites, urban environment. Yeah. Uh, very rare to see uh, like a catering truck like that. Uh, ice cream trucks? All the time. I'll, I'll, I can share an ice cream truck story. I don't even know if my parents know this. Uh, when I was a kid... You robbed one? N- oh, God, no. <laughs> I was eight. <laughs> oh, so Look, you just ate everything while you were on there and then left. I d- <sighs> it seems so pointless now. It's just... So I want, I, I'd love to hear this story, because I'm assuming it involves drugs. I was eight! <laughs> yeah, oh, you go so up and you order a rocket pop, robbery? and the guy's like... Oh, a rocket pop. I know what you want, little man. And he gives okay. you like a like a dime bag or so something. So I yep. was eight years old, um, high on methamphetamines. Um, As we all were in the with, 80s. With a, with an, uh, a micro Uzi, a gun of mm-hmm. the 80s. Child and, soldiering was a very oh, honorable profession in yep. the 80s. And uh, after I beat up the ice cream truck guy, his partner jumped on the truck. Yep. Oh, God, this story. <laughs> his ninja partner, because they always had ninjas. What we used to do is jump on the back of the ice cream truck and ride it to the end of the street. And <laughs> oh, you jump okay. off when it gets to the stop sign. Unless you're like me and you're like, no, I'm going to go further. And then he pulls away from the stop sign real quick and you face plant <laughs> into the street. <laughs> and then you tell your parents you fell off a skateboard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What was difficult about that telling my parents I fell off the skateboard was explaining the micro hoosie and track marks in my arm. <laughs> Oh, I thought yeah. it was going to be that you actually rode a skateboard and, you know, did stuff with your life. Actually, I was very good at riding skateboards as a kid. I used to be able to do wheelies and ollies and ride rails. And I just like how do? Willow's definition of doing something with your life is riding a skateboard. You got a dream big, Greg. <laughs> got a dream big. Dream so big, they can't stop the dream. <laughs> no. So anyway, he lands in Stephanie's food truck. There, there, there we go. There we go. She goes to, um, she comes home and she meets her boyfriend, who is just. And she says this later. Why do I keep picking the bad ones? I, I don't know. Maybe that's on you. Well, you know, she's uh, as we'll find out in a few minutes, is an animal hoarder. Yes. So all I can say is, um, poor Ali Sheedy from the Breakfast Club. Things did not turn out the way we had hoped after high school for you. Well, you know um, what? When you're eating your eyebrows, this is kind of the life I expected. 
Yeah, you know, you know, maybe there is something to eating Captain Crunch and Pixie Sticks on Wonder Bread is damaging your brain. Just maybe that's that's what it is. And yeah, I, I, she uh, she agree. has animals on top of animals on top of animals everywhere. I'm not true. shocked. Her boyfriend is awful. Yes, um, she animals are her life. She she's got this scummy boyfriend who shows up and he's trying to get a three legged dog. Uh, but in, he but he does have a rad Trans Am. He do, I I I actually have to admit I always wanted that Trans Am. Uh, that's that's a that's boss. a rad car. Yeah, it's pretty rad. But she sees that. He, <laughs> and what's funny is as she approaches the, the kennel thing, there he goes and he points to it and he goes, "Oh, I just want to take him to the vet." She looks at it, doesn't recognize words. I guess looks back at him, argues, then looks back and goes, "Oh." You're going to sell him off to this research center. Well, you know what, lady? Maybe you're just not responsible enough to have pets. Uh, also, I, I would say maybe the re- maybe the, the you know the animal research animals? center shouldn't uh, spray paint its crates. You know, go <laughs> yeah, low visibility, true. maybe. That's true. Uh, yes, there is a law about having too many pets. I don't feel like she's overrun to the point that she's an animal hoarder to, you know, that we've seen on Hoarders, one of our favorite oh, shows. Yeah. But... Because she is taking care of them. They are fed. They are clean. They have proper places. They're walking places. over her house. But nothing, it, it's not like she has a pile of cat crap in the corner, you know, in, in 40 cats without ears and eyes. It's it, She's got some kittens who are dangerously close to being boiled in pasta. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got a dog. She's got, what is it, a llama or something like that in the back? There's there's all sorts of stuff. She's got a skunk. She's got yes. a raccoon. Yep, she does have chickens and pigs. Um, so she's got a bunch of stuff. Anyway, she's not she. Okay, she might not actually be a hoarder yet, but it just give it a year. Oh like, no no coming. no! She is definitely crawling that that long road to insanity for sure. Yeah, uh, Matt Paxton will eventually find his way to that. Oh that. yeah, no, and he is going to find an army of dead kittens yes. under just, one of those couches. Yeah, a it, graveyard. It's, yeah, it's going to be the John Wayne Gacy of kittens. John Wayne <laughs> Gacy of kittens. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, uh, long story short, later that night, yes. she sees something outside. She thinks it's Frank, her loser boyfriend, and uh, decides to investigate. Boom. It's Johnny Five. He's hanging out in her uh, Whoa. her uh, 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 canteen truck there. Did you get the sense that she is begging to be taken by aliens because she says it like three oh, she's, times she's pumped she yeah she first of all she immediately thinks it's an alien to which i say it's clearly robotic but whatever right, i know right, right? Um, like can't she, no, the metal she is, and wires hanging out well you know what I will, she is pleased as punch I, I will counter that men in black the little little green men inside the heads maybe they're inside well little... okay okay fair that's no fair. No, no no that's stupid. stupid you should call me out on that <laughs> No, I'm no, I'm I'm saying maybe maybe it's a race of of robotic aliens. I I don't know. Wait a what second. Are... Would they have come to this planet because their robotic planet died in disguise? Well, in now disguise. he's in disguise, obviously. Right. But do you think maybe 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 <laughs> uh, like like refugees from some sort of interstellar war? Potentially. I I like what you're putting down. We gotta we gotta we gotta uh, we gotta market this. We got a blockbuster on our hands. <laughs> So, so anyway, well, well, you know what? You know what we do with it with a story of interstellar war and refugees. Market it to children. That's what we should do. Who else would buy that? <laughs> Come on. Clearly, adults cannot handle refugees. <laughs> no, they only want to talk about uh, uh, taxes and uh, right, uh, right. Uh, 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 I don't know other things. Anyway, beer. So, anyway, That's what they like? She she brings him into her house, and now Johnny Five. I know. I feel like this is going to be a movie where we talk about a lot of stuff around John Five without actually getting into him too much. He, the character, is really well done. He's very well put together as an animatronic figure. Yes, they do a yes, very good yes. job of. I think they do a lot of remote uh, control with him because um, he does a lot of arm and head movements, and even his eyebrows there are constantly yeah. flickering and flapping. Like, even when you see there's no wires connected to him and he's moving around, that stuff's still happening. Um, so uh, whoever did the special effects on this movie did a top-notch job. I think they, they spent whatever whatever the budget was of this movie. The budget was like, you know, $20 million or whatever. Um, they spent over a million 
just on Johnny Five. I would a hundred percent. And, I would and agree it shows. It shows. It I mean, does. the money is clearly there. Yeah. And I I also read that um the puppeteer that was controlling him did the lines as well. Yep. So the actors were like acting on set with like a person. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. N- not just like having someone like read his lines and stuff. It was like an actual person doing it. So. So yeah, it, it 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 shows. It shows, you know, the practical effect of it being there and and doing the things that it's actually supposed to be doing with the actors goes a long way to selling it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I was going to say um um the one the, the director there who did um uh District 9 and um Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I... That guy, he does he does that all the time. He puts his the person who's acting in those roles, uh uh Copley in um, oh, a great robot movie, I kind of felt like it was an adult version of of Short Circuit, whatever. Oh, oh, Chappie, Chappie, yes. Uh, he did the same thing. Like if you watch production photos, he he's not like in a full robot suit like this. It is a, it, it is digital. But if you watch, he has like a headpiece. He's got a ched, chest piece, arm plates that yeah. all look like Chappie, um, with the markers, and he's acting in that scene. And I I think those scenes come across very well. So it's awesome to hear they were doing it back in the 80s, too. Neil uh, Blomkamp. Yes, Neil Blomkamp. Is is, yes. is the, the name we're, we're thinking of. You and I saw Chappie together. We did. I just I couldn't I, I, I just couldn't think of a name. I have his whole collection. It's a great movie. Anyway, so anyway. Um, what? She's going around, and he says, I need input. Um, and so she gives him a book. And, and he, of course, robots. How do robots read faster than people? It, it's... There's still um, a light coming. Well, they just scan it. With, Humans need to like think, process, and move on. Okay, but it's there's still a there's still a time frame of light that needs to occur, right? Because black writing that's a that's an absence of light that our eyes are connecting right. with. They can't. How do they comprehend that quicker? I'll counter with lasers somehow. <laughs> damn, damn you, Greg. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Laser scanners, Greg. La- okay. there we go. Laser, laser scanners, scanners will right. We nailed it. Will like on yeah. QR codes? Like how do they do that? Okay, okay. You showed your smarts. No need to rub it in now. <laughs> now you're all. I know more than my dad. So well, I wouldn't um, so give Greg a hard time. So I'm good. Johnny Johnny reads <laughs> all the encyclopedias. To which I say, man, how eighties is that? I I said the same thing. A set of encyclopedias. Yep. Nope. Wow. Um, do you love the song, Who's Johnny? Oh, man. I can't get enough of the Weird Al Yankovic, Here's Johnny. Remember that one? I, uh, no. We'll, we'll put it on the website. Okay. Uh, instead, <laughs> we have... Did anyone ever question we... how he didn't read Death in the Encyclopedia? We were Good question. To, we're going to get to that. Um, but El DeBarge's uh, Who's Johnny is the theme song of this movie. I actually don't mind it. It's not bad. It's a, it's a catchy pop tune. It is. It's a catchy, catchy 80s pop tune. It is good. Yeah, well, well we can go right up to that. Um, Thank you. She finds out that he's a robot, and... I'm sorry, she shouldn't have to find out that. Now, Willow, I see, I thought that this was the part of the movie where you were going to really, really, really um, uh, empathize and, and sympathize with Johnny Five here, because Steph comes out and tells him, you've been up all night watching TV, you need to go outside and experience life. And he just ignores her and turns the TV back on. <laughs> That's true. And I was like, Willow, Willow can get behind this. Well, no, I'm no longer told to go outside. I just kind of sit in my room and then they forget about me to the point where I can just stay there all day. No, no, we know you're there. We, we check on you all the time, much no, to your chagrin. No, no. But I understand, no. yeah. He should stay in front of the TV. It's better for him. It's safe, yeah. It's a, the safe space in front of the TV. Anyway... It's a safe place. Anyway, uh, while this is going on, um, Crosby and and Ben are out looking for John Five because they they think they know where he is. Do they really? Now, I want to get to this part um, because it it's important. I have an after the credits for this movie, and it starts even with, even though there there is a sequel. There is, however, there's a time. Uh, there's missing oh, there time. Is. Yes, and I'm going to be discussing the the missing time frame. Good. Uh, okay. Okay. Good. But good. It starts with. This. Uh, she's trying to connect with John 5. She still thinks he's an alien going back and forth. And she, uh, he goes outside, gets chased by the dog, falls on the thing. As she's standing over him, he says, beautiful Stephanie. And I went, 
I don't think I ever caught that as a kid. And then as these scenes progress throughout the movie, I think John 5, Crosby, and, and Stephanie are in a love triangle. I, I I would not disagree with you. I have many things in my notes going on. <laughs> there's something going on between Stephanie and Johnny Five. Okay, okay, good. Because he does have that yeah, large contraption of, of multi-tool, which, by the way, the multi-tool, freaking rad. Rad. Rad uh, to the max. Yes, rad to the max. Yes. I did kind of check a couple times to see if there was anything interesting, we'll say. Yeah. Stimulating, perhaps, is the word I, you're looking for? I, I, that is a word. I could use it. <laughs> it. It certainly is a word. It's, it's in the dictionary. Uh, okay. definitely. Or it, it, is it in the encyclopedia? <laughs> that, I don't know. I haven't looked in an encyclopedia in years. But anyway, uh, she realizes at the same moment, uh, he has a label on him that says Novacorp. Yeah, and then she's like, oh, man, I'm so dumb. And I'm just like, yeah, Stephanie, yeah, that yeah, is really stupid yeah, that I you know. thought this guy was an alien. Yeah, you yeah are, that's really stupid. You're a complete idiot. That's why um, she's still single. And so she goes, um, calls Novacorp, says, I've got your robot. Come here, pick him up. Over the phone, they say, okay, he's malfunctioning. We need to disassemble him to figure out what's wrong. And that's key. That's super key to this next part, Willow, what you were asking. She says, Novacorp's going to come. They're going to fix you up. At first, he's like, oh, okay, well, yeah, I'm broken. That could help me. He chases a grasshopper, crushes it, and then she goes. And then suddenly, he's faced. With, with his the own mortality of his actions, <laughs> with his own mortality, because he's like, well, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, and then and then he's faced with his own mortality, <laughs> like, like he's two for two. That's a lot for anyone to handle in one day, right? Right, and and of course, yeah, he goes. Stephanie reassemble, to which I was like, I want to see Stephanie try to reassemble that grasshopper. <laughs> and I, I, I'm gonna say, uh, Stephanie, you didn't, you didn't even try. Nope, nope, nope. You, but. you, you get you for an animal lover. You didn't once attempt any kind of um, insect CPR. No. Uh, she didn't run for the glue. Nothing. Nope. Nothing. 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 Just let him sit there. But, of course, John have you, 5. Have you guys heard of that big person who brought their hamster to a, what's it called? To a vet? And it got, like, a little cast on its foot? Yeah, people are dumb. Well, that was rude. Yeah. I would never spend money to fix a hamster. Nope. Well, but what if you loved that hamster, Paul? I don't. <laughs> I, I assure you. Okay, you want to know where my uh, where my hamster loyalties lie? Yeah, uh, we we'll had hamsters as kids, and every three months we had to put a cloth over the cage so we couldn't watch the mother eat her babies. Yeah, that Why sounds about right. From other you know, get all male or all well, female. you know, um, at the time, I don't think anybody was really sexing hamsters. What's your own fault? <laughs> It is. I did not yeah, check my hamsters yeah. for dingleberries. <laughs> Trends in the veterinarian profession, your fault, Paul. <laughs> That's a your problem there, buddy. It is. It is. I can't imagine why I hate hamsters. Anyway. So uh, so Johnny Five loses it. Wait a minute. Disassemble. I'm going to get disassembled. No, disassemble equals death. I'm stealing a car and getting out of here. Oh, yeah. And, and he is so done. Uh, he goes over and he steals her food truck is what happens. Yes. And he, he starts driving away. Uh, Stephanie it jumps in the car with him. Um, it, it, it's it's an okay scene. It, it's supposed to be humorous. I, I will say, this movie is barely 90 minutes. Oh, it's, and, and I, there are, it, it, it basically just repeats the same kind of three plot points over and over it again. It does. Where, like, there's a chase scene involving Johnny Five, and the chase scene ends. And then we start another chase scene involving Johnny Five. And the chase, and it's it's mostly a movie about chasing. It is, it is. Um, I think they do a good job, kind of recycling, uh, changing up the scenarios and and some of the the background. Um, but it, what I was gonna say is that this isn't a movie where I feel like like we talk about all the time with editing. There's not much that really can be cut out of this movie. No, um, it's, it's it's pretty tight. So this one's kind of one that I think it could have been a little shorter, but you know, is worth it. Is he drives along. Um, he's having this conversation with Stephanie and trying to get her to realize I, I'm alive. Um, and if you disassemble me, I'm I will die. Alive. Yes, and it's such a great scene when he's when he says that to her. You know, number five is alive. I mean, that's just that that, that was. I think that was in the commercial. It was. It was everyone. Oh yeah, that was no, biggest. that was that was. I mean, every. I mean, I. Everyone in the '80s knew that phrase. Everyone knew. Yep. You know, although I think most people would normally say Johnny Five is alive incorrectly but, yes yes but they instead did. of saying number it, it, five yeah, is it's, alive. it's just like darth vader and luke i am your father right 
Um, That's not actually in the movie. Right. No, no, Darth Vader's not in this movie at all. <laughs> or no, James Earl Jones. Line. Never happened. I know. That's what we're saying. That's what we we're... literally just said. That Willow. That's Nova shows up. He, he said... blows up some boats. They get away. Um, <laughs> just that's boats. all that matters. Boats, boats, boats. Um, no, I'm sorry. They disable him. They start taking him back to Nova Corp. Now, this is a really good scene because it shows that where his sentience is compared to being a robot. Um, because yes. he's able to move his head a bit. Turns himself on, breaks out, and goes back to Stephanie's. Wait. If there's anything major in there you want to go on. No. Nope, if he nope, didn't have power, nope. how did he move it? That's that's why that scene's important because you're supposed to believe that Johnny Five is alive and not just a programming glitch. And the fact that he's been disabled and he still wakes up and is able to turn himself back on. And that, by the way, there's an even better version of that in, in the second movie. It's it, it, it's what it, what it's showing Willow is that he has a self-preservation instinct. Right. 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 He's he is actively working to get himself up and running to get out again. Right. You know, that, something that someone who is alive would do in captivity to try to try to get out. Right. That's something that they always talk about with um, you know, when robots become alive, right? Or uh, a whale. Um it, it's it's do they know who they are? Self-consciousness, self-preservation is always one. And morality. Do they know what they're doing is right or wrong? Like those are the three major tenets of that. Yeah, just watch Westworld. There you go. Good. Yeah. A family friendly series if ever there was one, Willow. Just just go for it. I'm good. Um anyway, he makes his way back to Stephanie's. Um once again, I'm just saying Stephanie is taking a bath. John five comes in. Uh he he likes what he sees. Uh, oh, nice, I, nice software. He says, he nice says. software, he says to, to lovely Stephanie. <laughs> and Stephanie, not not like upset. She's kind of like, oh, you scam. Right. She pulls the like, towel down, but she still has that, oh, oh, you can, you. Yeah, no, she is. She's not upset at all. Why no. is she flirting with yeah. a robot? I, I'm telling you, Willow, I know you I'm You t- know why she's flirting with yes. a robot. You know the answer yes, to that. Exactly. no one else? Nope, nope. Johnny Five's the first good guy in her life. And that's it. That's what she wants. So a anyway, good robot. Well, think Willow. The guy doesn't need to sleep. He doesn't need to eat, and he still cooks you breakfast in the morning. Yep, that's pretty. Oh, nice. oh, oh! We're not there yet. We're about to be. Uh, we're, I was going to say that's, that's coming up. We're coming so. up to. But first, the boyfriend shows up. He's got a gun. Well, because because now the robotics company has put out a reward. Yeah, like for fifty thousand dollars or something like that. Twenty thousand dollars or something. It's something 15, whatever it is. Uh, he shows and he's up. like, oh. I saw Stephanie on the news. I'm going to go tail Stephanie until I find that robot. Oh, he doesn't tail her. He walks, he barges into her house. He does. But he, I'm saying he doesn't know that she's, you know, his plan is like, oh, I'm going to like just hang out here until the robot appears. It's yeah. already there. Yeah. He doesn't know Well, you know what? You know what, Greg? And I wrote this down earlier. You know what I love in a good kids movie? Domestic, Domestic violence. violence? Yeah. Yeah. It really, really gets me going. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I know. I, I, uh, you know, uh, it's m- much like Chekhov's gun. Uh, <laughs> if there is a couple in the film, there should be domestic violence by the end of the film. Yes, that's yes. It's just a rule. I mean, just thrown in the middle, you know, like they're all doing great. Just a little spark of domestic violence and move on. Well, it's the eighties. Yeah. If you don't have divorce, then you need domestic violence. It's just yeah. You it's you, the one you should punch. you should you know domestic violence is kind of the salt that gives eighties films flavor. Oh, it, like like the salt guy. Like like, like the salt guy. There's there's a pun in here using assault, but I'm I'm not gonna oh, make it. Oh, so. assault! Uh, I get it. Okay. I'm gonna leave that in just the way that is. Oh, thank you so much. Anyway, uh, cause I oh oh, could you edit in some canned laughter? Like 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 there's like an audience. <laughs> yes, I will. Yes, I will. <laughs> just like, but make it make it like make it like just like kind of like 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 a little laugh, and then it goes into like a really big laugh. I'll, I'll, like I'll, like like the joke took a second to hit. And then when they got it, it was really funny. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. I'll make it work. All right, cool. <laughs> anyway, he, he he hears Johnny. He goes outside. This was one of my favorite scenes. Wait a minute. He what? What? He hears Johnny, like the song. I, I'm only putting in one laugh track. This okay, one okay, or the okay, other Okay, okay, okay. No, you don't right, get two, right. Greg. You don't get two. got to dial it back. <laughs> I'm going to fly too close to the sun. <laughs> I got to dial it back. I got to dial it back. Okay. You get one can laughter. It's only a delusions <laughs> of grandeur. <laughs> all right, all right. No, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Shut up. I gotta tell you. I gotta tell you. 
if there's one thing that doing this podcast with Willow has taught us, it's that, uh, why don't you slow it down there, buddy? (laughs) You're not as funny as you think. Right, right. You thought you were funny? That's so sad. Okay, moving on. So, anyway. Willow, I lost a Nintendo. (laughs) You you be quiet. Oh, God, now he's bringing it up. I'm buying you both a goddamn Nintendo. That's it. I have a DS. I'm done with this. I want a DS. I also would like a DS. DS. I would love a DS. Can I get Greg's? Oh, God. Yes, I'm going to buy one for Greg, and Greg, you have to have your wife send it to Willow against your will. <laughs> okay, that's that's convoluted and weird, but okay. And then I'll have another story about how all I wanted was a DS, and then it got sent to Willow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then you can ride that for another year. And, and, uh, yeah, and then, and then I'll just complain well, about that for the rest of the Let keep it for a good week or two so they can bond. <laughs> so so like right, yeah, is. no, exactly, exactly, yeah. <laughs> right, I'll, t- I'll text your wife when to take it away when you're at work. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Like, right when I'm really excited about a game that I'm playing, right. and, and then it's gone forever. Right, you're hardcore yeah. three, you know, ten hours in a fire emblem. It's just, just gone. Right, right. <laughs> anyway. Okay. My score. Anyway, Johnny Five goes out, is outside. He dismantles the Trans Am, which I always loved. It's so just, no, funny. That, that is a good bit. That, that is a legitimately funny bit. It reminds me of SpongeBob when, like, he's in boat school and he needs to take apart the truck. <laughs> but then, Miss, then the hard instructor, because Mrs. Puff is in jail, is like, you know, son, you have to go put it back together now. And then he's like, what? I think that would have happened if someone told him to put it back together. You don't think that's SpongeBob this deeply? No. Oh. So the boyfriend comes outside and and Press. he sees the Trans Am and he's all upset. And Johnny Five, even as an adult, I wish he would have just shot him in the head. Definitely as a kid, I get that they were obviously trying to keep it very PG. Uh, but he just kind of shoots his belt buckle, his boots, and stuff like that. And it's kind of funny, but this guy isn't a nice. He's he's not a nice guy. He is a no, horrible, despicable No, he straight up is assaulting uh, Stephanie. Yeah, yeah. He threaten he threatens her with a pipe. Yes, he does. Like, I mean, this guy deserves to die. That always bothered me. But because John Five gets rid of him, uh, he goes back in the house with Stephanie. They uh, they have uh, mood lighting. Uh, there's there's uh, there's dancing. Uh, Saturday Night Fever on the television. Yeah. Johnny Five dips her it fades he's making breakfast now we know that that is visual shorthand <laughs> <laughs> and we know what that's visual metaphor. shorthand for it's, always, it's it never can be a metaphor no no no. it's a metaphor it's never not a metaphor oh no you know that that is straight up Im- implication yes like, that is yes i i know 100 percent as a child i always thought oh he picks her back up she goes to bed and he sleeps in the living room watching tv i only yeah. as an adult, and I hate being an adult when watching some of these movies, does this happen. She's going to have little robotlings. It's the only thing I could think. And that that is going to start the, the cyborg uprising. Yes. Yes. Of, of uh, yeah, and then, then we're all in trouble then. Yes. Because they're, because Oof. Paul, they're, they're of two worlds, so they hate each world because they can't be a part of either one of them. So they want to just destroy all of them. That's, that's the problem with cyborgs. Yes. Oh, 100%. Um, oh, uh, by the way, looking at my notes, I got those two scenes reversed. It doesn't matter. You know what? It plays doesn't, It doesn't plays matter. better the way I wrote it. It does play better. <laughs> it plays way better. Uh, but still. So anyway. While, while all this is going on, yes. you have you have Ben and uh, Newton are arguing with um, the 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 company and the security people, and everyone's trying to find Johnny Five. And so now it's come down to a race between will the security guys find him because they just want to kill Johnny Five and blow him up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or will Ben and Newton find him first because they want to figure out what the glitch is, why is he acting so strange. Yeah, and we can kind of skip through this real quick. She goes and meets uh, with Newton and Ben. It's a trap the whole time. John yeah, Five. Yeah, they, they, they set up a meeting at a bar. Right. And it turns out. Now, no, the security guys kind of set this trap because uh, Newton doesn't know no, he they're doesn't. lying no, no, in no, wait. No, which is he's, very he's, well done. He's just as much a victim in this as yes. as Stephanie and Johnny Five are. Um, I, 100%. Um, John Five, um, he, he's attacked by three other robots, and um, he makes them turn into the Three Stooges. I do think it's kind of funny. I, 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 I laughed. thought that was very funny. I thought it was very good. I don't 
know. I will tell you, I have a soft spot in my heart. It would have been effective because they kind of came at him one at a time. Oh, classic bad guy mistake. Oh, 100%. If you have a gang, you attack as a gang. Right, right. I mean, they're robots. Why do they not just triangulate their laser beams to shoot them all at once? Yeah, and did did you notice how, like, in the uh, military, like, movements, they're, like, literally with precision of a laser. uh, Now, all of a sudden, (laughs) it's like they can't hit anything. No, no. Right. Well, it's, Greg, it's the classic stormtrooper. Their shots are too Mm. precise for uh, for sand people when they attack a, a, a Jawa sand crawler couldn't hit the broad side of a barn when there's 80 of them attacking Han Solo. Also, I'm, I'm really glad that the lasers in this work like lasers in, in Star Wars, where they don't move at the speed of light. They move at the speed of a junior uh, varsity <laughs> softball pitcher. Yes, uh, yes, very slow. Right, right. right. <laughs> um, anyway, they, they, they find out it's a trap. Um, Stephanie and Johnny get away. Yeah. Right. Um, yep, and uh, who is it? Um, well, everybody, gonna, everybody escapes. Anyway, yeah, the way it works out is Stephanie, um, Newton, and John Five end up in the mountains. I think that, that that's good enough. Well, it, well, it's. I, I will say, I think it is a little bit of a plot hole because Stephanie and Johnny Five flee. Yes, and then Johnny Five independently tracks down somehow. It's never explained. He tracks down Newton and Ben in their van, and uh, then. He brings them back to Stephanie. It's I don't know how that happened, but that's, aren't that's they just in, aren't, they, the aren't they in their truck right? No, I think they're right outside the. Um, I think they're right outside the uh, the bar still because that's where Ben ended that, up waiting. Okay, too. that would make oh, sense. Oh yeah, yeah. I think they were waiting right outside there because anyway, they ditched the guy. He did. He leaves Ben there. Poor so ben. anyway, he goes up in the mountains, and I like this scene where Newton is just. Putting John Five through all these questions and paces and things like that, trying to prove he puts he's he puts alive. him through like a Rorschach test. Yes, yeah, he's asking uh, you know, and, questions, and he's and... trying to just figure out the thought process and how right. he would react to things like the way a human would react to them, and he reacts to them the way a human would. You know, he smears you know ketchup on like a napkin and folds it in half or a map or something, yep. and he's like, "What is this?" And he's like, "Oh, it's." Ketchup. Oh, but it also kind of looks like a bird or a butterfly or yeah. a maple leaf, and yep. you know. Um, and anyway, and, and he goes through this thing through the whole night trying to figure it out, and then he ends up with this. It is a terrible joke. I didn't even write it down. It's it's that horrible. But uh, I I I I I know the joke. It's it's a it's a, a it's a priest, a rabbi, and like a it's an um, irrelevant person some some other religious figure yeah yeah, yeah. and and they have a bunch of money and they go and they're trying to figure out what to do with it and so the first one goes i know let's throw the money up in the air we'll draw a circle in the ground i'll throw the money up in the air and where the money lands whatever is inside the circle we'll donate to charity and we'll keep the rest and the second guy goes no 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 we'll throw the money up in the air and whatever lands outside of the circle we'll keep and we'll donate the rest, or however. And then the yeah, last yeah, one goes. Yeah. I got a better idea. We'll throw the money up in the air, and whatever God wants, He can just keep. Which I think in Fair this point. movie, where um, clearly a, a human and a robot that have had relations, why not throw in an anti-Semitic racial joke? Yeah, why? Well, I mean, you know, while we're covering our bases here, <laughs> right? Right. Why we've not? got we've got the white guy uh, with the Indian accent. Uh, it, it all kind of makes sense. Yeah. Why not? Um, anyway. Johnny Five takes a moment to process, and then he laughs. The most god-awful annoying laugh. <laughs> Just oh, yeah, that laugh's awful. I think Ali Sheedy was even, like, rethinking things. Like, <laughs> mm, his laugh is not that good. Ooh, ooh. I spent the night with that thing. <laughs> yeah, oh, boy. Ooh. <laughs> In the cold light of day, this is not looking so good right, anymore. Right. Not so, looking so good. So, anyway... um, they get tracked down by Nova. They escape into, I guess, the desert. And they're pretty much being told, come out of the truck, give us John 5, or we're going to blow you all up. Johnny uh, says, you two go, I'll be okay. And it's a great, I, I think it's a great uh, switcheroo that they're about to pull on the audience because you don't know what's going on. I think it's very right. well done. Um, you, see, you see the robot bust out of the van. It starts to drive away. And They're then shooting at it. They're Airwolf, shooting at it. A- a- Airwolf comes out of nowhere. Airwolf. Wow. This, Holy jeez. Like, yeah. Like... And uh, <laughs> and uh, so finally they shoot a grenade launcher and they just blow the thing to right. smithereens. Right. Right. smithereens. Um, I do like that just before, <laughs> just before the helicopter pops over, Steph goes, he's going to make it. Like, he's going into the desert. 
They can make, just get yeah, make in their it trucks. <laughs> At some point, they'll catch up to them. But you know what, Steph? You hold on to that. You need it. So we all know Steph is not the uh, brightest uh, brightest bulb here. No, so. no, no, she's not. Anyway, everybody goes home because the job's over. They blew it up. Uh, yep, yep, they blow it up. Um, I like the guards at the end. They're picking up parts of the robot, and he's like, oh, I'll take this home to my kids. Like, Yeah, yeah I'm sure. In, in I'm sure the 11 million pieces of, 11 million dollars, they're just going to let you bring it home. But he says it in front of Stephanie. Like, could you imagine, like, like a criminal investigator just waving a hand in front of a, a couple who lost their child? <laughs> Being like, hey, hey, look at this. I'm waving to you, Steve. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's my baby. Hey, guys. Has anyone thought of who's taking par- care of all of Stephanie's pets? They're uh, all dead. Uh, she has that um, that, that old the, woman. The, the Hispanic helper there or, or whatever who no, stops by. it's neglect. Okay, then. <laughs> neglect, agreed. Anyway. Well. Yes, you are correct. And then what happens? Johnny Five he pops out of the back of the van. He, he built a replica of and himself sent it out as a decoy. Parts. Johnny Five is fine. Which makes you wonder what kind of technological and uh, development cycle they had in the first place that he did that in three minutes, but it took Newton forever just to get a, a robot hand to give somebody the finger. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And it still can't play the piano. Right. Uh, so. And that's it. And uh, with that, they throw out, he throws out the chair. Always love that gag. Always funny. Um, and they and ride boom. off into the sunset. Um, they, it's over. She, her, is it? Newton or her have a cousin or... Uh, Newton. Newton says... Because she says, oh, I'm sorry you lost your job, Newton. And he goes, what are you going to do now? And and he says, well, my dad left me 40 acres in Montana. Maybe I'll just move there and, you know, relax and try to figure out what to do. And, and then he Johnny decides, oh, up. Johnny Five is alive. Well, it's a drive to Montana, 40 acres. No one will bother us. Right. We can, we can like, research, you know, and teach Johnny Five everything he needs to know. What right? about all those pets? Well, the, yeah, those those pets them. are well, dead. I, I don't They're know. already You're dead. Very well. concerned about the pets, but not the living robot. It's no one cares about the little robot. Okay, so well, Paul, hold on. I guess my question to you is: Oh, okay, no, no, I, I have an after the credits, uh, and I oh. think you're going to enjoy this one. Oh my god! Uh, now, let's hear it. Let's hear it now, Willow. You're gonna. I think you might like this. In part two, Johnny Five ends up in New York City, so far from Montana. Um, he's with a whole new group of people. Uh, no, uh, Fisher Stevens is there. Yeah, Ben. He's ben the is the, he's the only one though, right? Ali Sheedy and Steve Gutenberg no, no, are, they, in the, they, are in the city. They, they, they couldn't pay him enough to do the movie. They didn't hate doing the movie. They just their contracts were way too much. Oh yeah, no, they didn't have police academy money. Yeah, right. They had short circuit money. Exactly. So he ends up in New York. When when the movie starts, he's already established. He's been there for like months. This guy's making toys out of him. Whatever. Here's where I think things go south. We never get a good explanation of what happened to Newton and Stephanie. I'll tell you what happened. Um, Johnny Five and Stephanie were an item. They're infatuated with each other. Newton's a third wheel. But Newton, still having that, that racial tendency after that joke, believes, oh, well, but I'm human. I'm better than Johnny Five. Seclusion is not the best way to work out arguments, as we've seen in The Shining. Johnny Five watches The Shining, goes insane, murders them both, Burns down the cabin, buries it all, moves to New York City. I uh, I Case love closed. that. <laughs> I think that's fantastic. Case closed. <laughs> Case closed is right. Now, after that, I'm going to ask you, Greg. Yes. Was this rad? Is this rad? Okay, this film was totally rad. It got a sequel. That's usually a pretty decent indication that, that, that it was rad. Uh, catchphrases and all. I think everybody knew who Johnny Five was in the 80s. Uh, it was a movie that was seen by almost everybody that I know. That, that's my age. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was rad. Um, is this film still rad? Uh, surprisingly, I gotta say, yeah. I actually enjoyed it. I think it's a fun, tight story. I mean, is, is it the raddest film we've done? No. But uh, I, I enjoyed it, and I'd recommend it to people. It's still a fun movie. Nice. What about you, Paul? Uh, I, obviously, I mean, I gushed over this movie right at the beginning. It, it, it was an incredibly rad movie. Like I said... You know, when you start talking, you know, top 10 movies of the 80s that you that you watched all the time, this is 100% on my list of top 10. I, I watched it so many times as a kid. Um, again, it's another one that I bought as soon as I saw it on DVD. I think I've watched it a couple times, um, even before this, um, since I've had it. So, was this rad? This movie was just incredibly rad. We always, everybody knew about this movie. Is this still rad? 
A hundred percent it is. It was super, super good. It was funny. I enjoyed just about every moment. The couple scenes that are a little hokey-dokey and, and long, but for the most part, I, 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 I smiled through the whole movie. I could not get enough of it. And Johnny's five, like I said, that character is the movie. If that character didn't hold up well and, I, and it kind of came off too childish or too stupid, or if the animatronics didn't hold up as well as I... I I thought they were that would have been different but he holds up so well that the rest of the movie is carried on that um easily um and then you just have great performances by Ali Sheedy and Steve Gutenberg they 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 sell this movie I think it's it's very well done so definitely rad for me Willow go ahead let the audience know I don't know like I just didn't feel a connection to the robot and I feel like the ending really ruined it for me like, it could have been rad, it's just they had to bring the robot back. You know? I feel like it would have been better if they just left it, like, it's kind of like one of those movies that you still think about it after he died, and they kind of ruined that. I was like, oh, hey, look, it's all a big joke. Like, oh, cool. Okay, but I'm just going to counter, this movie was marketed toward children. I don't think any studio exec watches a movie and goes, you know what I don't like? I don't like the fact that he's alive. Yeah. Cut that. I'd like theaters in theaters of children across America leaving in tears and their yeah. parents now having to spend millions of dollars on therapy. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> Willow. Willow's all over it. She wants the old yeller ending. <laughs> she loves the old yeller ending. That'd be hilarious. You just must have you must have just lost your crap when you read Where the Red Ferns Grow. The I dogs never read die? That. This is an amazing book. I never read that. Oh, you should. You would love that ending. It's nothing but heartache and pain. So like Grey's Anatomy in a book. Oh God. Thank you, Mr. Bibbs, as always. <laughs> Thank for... you so much, Mr. Bibbs. Thank you twice as much as usual. Yes, yes, you know why. Uh, he donates to the podcast. You're you're an amazing guy. Uh, of course, we love you here. So thank you very much. Um, if you want to become a patron or you just want to see our regular um, our regular page, you can go to thiswasrad.podbean.com. We would super, super donate appreciate coffee. it. Um, we have a donate coffee button, but uh, really the cost just kind of helps us keep going with um, supplementing the uh, the monthly cost for streaming and, uh, and and hosting and all that stuff. So thank you. And of course, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff um, there. Um, and uh, that's that's it for me. Anything you want to add there, Greg? No, no. Nor- normally, I give shout outs to podcasts, but I've been so inundated with the ones that I already listened to. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't added any new ones. No, they, well, um, there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of good ones that I've just been kind of re re going through now because they they have bigger catalogs. Uh, yeah, kind of fun. Yeah. So, so. Um, that brings us to the end of the show, uh, Greg. Um, yes. What what movie are we doing next? Well, I mean this this was such a touching love story. I thought we should just keep going and uh, do do uh, 1989's Say Anything, Cameron Crowe's directorial debut. Yeah, I did not realize that. Um, that that was interesting. Um, so we'll, we'll dive into that a little bit. But yes, uh, John Cusack, the famous radio scene. Uh, we'll get to get to and delve into that Ooh, that movie. And that's it. Uh, Willie, you got anything else? Nah, mate. I just want a coffee. Nah, mate. I just want a coffee. That's how we end it. I'm Paul. I'm Greg.